and welcome to another episode of Coffee and Jesus. I'm Josiah Stroop, and today for me is Saturday, so it's right before Easter, and I'm just so excited to go to church tomorrow and just celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ and just the new founded relationship that all started from Jesus, just that bridge that was gapped and now connected through the death and resurrection of our Christ and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Just so excited to be here even this morning to talk to you guys and celebrate the day before Easter, just who our God is. And this whole week, like I said last episode, I've been fasting for since Monday now. So now it's been six days and tomorrow will be my last day of fasting. But I've just been eating fruits and vegetables and water all all week. And sometimes it's been hard, you know, but God's been really providing me with just the right amount. And even just spending time with God each day has been different for me, has been very moving. And, you know, last episode I said that this week feels like a week that God's just going to provide for each and every one of us. It's just an opportunity to seek after him, especially it being like the holy week before Easter and for me, I just truly took a hold of that, and God really came through, and I got a lot of like prophetic words from him, and I've written all of them down, but I'm really hoping that all of you had an amazing week as well, and you had special time with God before Easter as well, and what a day it is today, Saturday, just, I was thinking about it today, this morning, just what, w- what it would be like to see Jesus die on the cross on the first day and then that second day is kind of like that limbo waiting period where there are those who would see Jesus die and walk away and just forget about it and there are those who are just being patient and faithful and for me I just I desire to be that one that always calls upon God and if I don't receive the answer that I want or just waiting on him I want to be faithful to the very end And obviously, reading the Bible, we know the story that Jesus truly resurrects on the third day, and we celebrate that every Easter. And what an amazing gift it is to just have a Father that is always faithful and providing, and it's the same way every single day that God's just providing so much for us, and we get to celebrate that every single Sunday, every single day we get to celebrate that and have joy walk in peace and I'm just so excited to just be a part of everyone around me just listening to what they're doing in their lives and how God's just been impacting them and even this Sunday I love to just check in with people and just hear about how amazing our God is and how much God has just impacted their lives daily with their business or with their relationships with their marriage with their family And I'm just so excited even for this episode to just be honored to just be making a podcast that I see like the viewers and I'm just so happy to be seeing that, that people are just wanting to listen and are getting things out of this podcast that truly it's by God alone. And I'm just very grateful that God's using this podcast to help you guys and I appreciate so much of the the feedback that I've just been getting and how much it just helps people with their devotional life and 
yeah, I'm just so excited for today. I can't say that enough. It's just such a great day. And also, I drank two cups of coffee, and I had another Russian tea for my grandma, and it's just like, maybe my energy's just way out of the roof, but it's also the day before Easter, so it's a combination of both. But yeah, just spending time with God today has just already been amazing, and I hope God's just going to impact you guys as well during your personal time, and I really feel that God's calling us to just spend more and more time with Him, and more and more we're going to see God work in our lives, and throughout history, it's just evident of that, that being a Christian, God just is truly a part of individuals' lives on a personal level, and so to start this podcast podcast, my bad, to start this podcast off, I really feel led to, on the subject of Easter, read kind of Jesus' appearance with the disciples after he's resurrected. So I'm going to start on Luke chapter 24, verse 36, if you want to follow, but I'm just going to do some reading right now. So Luke chapter 24, verse 36. And it says, As they were talking about these things, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were startled and frightened and thought they saw a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that is, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones, as ye see that I have. And when he said this, he showed them his hand and his feet, and while they still disbelieved for joy and were marveling, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? (laughs) I think that's pretty funny as well. It's like, even right then, he's still human, and it's like, he's been in the tomb for three days, and he's starving to death still. (laughs) But um, it's also crazy that Jesus is showing evidence of who he is and showing his hands and feet and they're still baffled in in disbelief and it's it's his disciples the people that have been spending time with him constantly but we'll we'll continue so it says in verse 42 they gave him a piece of broiled fish and he took it and ate it before them then he said to them these are my words that i spoke to you while i was still with you that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning with Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you, but stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. And if you read this story already, we know that before Jesus' ascension, he provides them with the Holy Spirit, and that's truly the power from God, that God is now within us and speaks to us. And even as I was reading right now, um, I just want to read again verse 44. And it says, Then he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, 
that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. So at this time, all is fulfilled. Jesus is now resurrected. And then it says in verse 45, Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer on the third day, rise from the dead, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. And truly, that that is such truth that we walk in, that proclaiming our sins and having repentance through that just truly just makes that into no longer a guilt trip, but just an exciting time to know that all is forgiven, all is being received, all of sin is being taken from us and given to God and being put on the cross, and now we are in complete forgiveness of all our sins and made righteous. And truly, even personally for me, like, I don't know if I talked about this on my first episode, but I know when I first felt like I wanted to have a deeper relationship with God and I wanted to build a true connection with God where I'd hear others around me having this relationship with God where they were able to spend time with him and hear from him constantly. At first, I was kind of like, why don't I have that? I was a little bit jealous. I was a little bit frustrated. And I was wondering, why am I not like having this relationship? Why am I waiting every six months to get a prophetic word from one of the elders of the church? Why is it so hard to just hear from God? And I had to change things up. I had to figure it out on my own, but honestly, I wasn't on my own, though. I prayed, and I really sought after God during that time, and I said, you know what? I'm just going to I'm gonna be done with this. I'm tired of just waiting every Sunday and just wanting to hear from God every Sunday, but then forgetting about it throughout the week. And then Sunday would come along, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Why did I not do anything this week? And then it'd go again and again and again throughout for years. And finally, during a summer, I was just tired of that. I was tired of the roller coaster of being so in love with God one day, but then being influenced by the world and forgetting about the life change of Jesus that he wants to walk with us daily, not just every Sunday. And I decided to change up my prayer life. And for me, prayer created just such an avenue of just going straight to God and developing a true connection with him. And for me, it was having to spend time every single day. I was so committed to just building this relationship with God. And I was like, you know what? If this if this works, then I'm all in. And so every day I would spend time with God. I would read this book, um, Circle Maker, an hour. It was around an hour a day I would do this. I would read a chapter, and then I would journal specific prayers, and then I would pray about them. And it would only take about an hour. And I would do that every single day. And uh, at first, I wanted to read scripture. Everyone's always talking about the Bible. Everyone's talking about growing in scripture. But 
at first I was like, where am I supposed to start? How am I <laughs> supposed to gain knowledge from the Bible if I don't even know where to start? And it would be frustrating. But I said, you know what? I think I'm going to pray for that first. I'm going to pray that I just have wisdom and even just a firm affirmation, just what, where to start, how to go about scripture and just have a true desire to gain from scripture. And so at first during the summer, I w- it would just be that book and journaling and praying. And then I would soon to develop like this sense of like the Holy Spirit speaking to me. And at first I, <laughs> I was a little bit like these disciples where I would hear from him but I would be kind of like uh is that really you (laughs) like or is that just me being like hungry or like losing my mind because I'm by myself reading books and writing down things and stuff just pops into my head and if you're anything like me I have such an imaginative brain I'm always thinking about the craziest things like right now I could picture frogs riding rocket ships in space and so <laughs> that's just how I work like I have a crazy imagination and so it was kind of hard at first to be like is that really God or is that just me and what I can relate and what it says here in the scripture in verse um, 45 it says then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and just thinking about that God truly did that to me and even illuminated his voice and made it known where I at first I think at first I was just I would hear his voice and I'd be like I don't know and I would be like maybe it'll happen again tomorrow and if it does then this is something and it would it would start to build up and it felt like his voice was at first far across the room from me and then each time I would spend with God and each time I would pray, I would soon develop this understanding of what God's voice sounded like. And it would get closer and closer till it felt like it was right into my ear, right next to me. And I knew that was the spirit. And I would recognize that and I would be so hyped as I am today. And I would just take hold of what that felt like so that I would be able to listen to it in other days and I was just so excited and I would start praying for these crazy big things and I would start to write them down specifically and pray over them each day and soon I would actually develop this desire to read from the scripture and I think the first book I read that I felt God wanted me to read was Hebrews and man, I got to read that again because I remember it being so awesome and I just read it and I, re- I had t- like, like it says here in scripture, he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. He truly, for me, opened my mind to scripture. And that's for me starting off having a desire to be with him and spending specific time, purposeful time to grow a relationship with him and he knew my desires to read scripture and he illuminated that to me and gave me understanding and I started to retain stuff from the Bible and that's really how 
I came to be at this point where I would just, that was the, well, thinking about like a race, if you run track and field, um, those were my starting blocks. That was the beginning of the race. That was the first gunshot. Ever since then, I kept on running and I never stopped. <laughs> I never stopped. You, once you take hold of what God has for you and how good he is and how much he loves you, that every moment that you're spending time with him, uh, it's just this development of understanding and of truth and illumination that's just incredible and like nothing else in this world. It's like a roller coaster where it's just like you want to go on it again and again and again. And some days you feel like, oh, I've been at work all day. I've been doing this. I don't know if I, I know I spent an hour, so I don't know. But I've never had a moment in my life where I would go in scripture, even in the days that I'm like kind of tired, worn out. But I just said, I, you know what, I'm just going to sit down and pray. And I've never had a moment where I prayed and I was like, yeah, that was kind of a waste of my time. Or like, uh, I don't think that was useful. Like every time I spent time with God, I walked away refreshed, just full of joy, full of peace, and just rest. <laughs> I'm just, just so in love with the Father of our lives, the creator of this universe. And I really just continue to encourage that and being a christian is just fun it's fun to talk to god and yeah i just really encourage everyone listening just to continue pursuing god continue asking continue just asking to reveal god's voice in your life if you haven't yet and even if you're not a christian i'm telling you this is nothing that you've ever experienced before this is not a class. This is not something that can be illuminated to you. And I guess through like a call, <laughs> I keep thinking of like a college course or like a homework assignment. Like this is its own thing, and it's so amazing. And especially this week being Easter, what an amazing time to receive Jesus. And even for those who really never felt like they had the Holy Spirit in their lives, this is an amazing week to ask God to refresh your mind, refresh the spirit within you, call on the spirit to just set this time apart to connect back with God, and God will definitely speak to you. He will definitely do something incredible in your life that will be life-changing, and for me, it changed my life, and the ways of hearing from God can be different, too. For me, it was prayer and for some of my friends it's worship or podcasting like even this podcast it means so much to me that people are listening and feeling like that's their way of being closer to God and that that blesses me so much just knowing that and I just know the father's just using this podcast for his good and I'm so excited to know that and yeah I even felt led to led to read this other um, verse. And uh, this whole week I've been, like I said, fasting only fruits and vegetables and water, like the Daniel fast. And so I said, you know what? I I feel like I should be reading the book of Daniel as well. And today's my last day fasting. And um, 
I actually finished Daniel today. It was crazy. It was just like, I'll just read two chapters a day, and I read two chapters this morning, and I finished. It's only 12 chapters, but it it's an amazing, amazing book and just really shows just the mercy of God and even Daniel being so humble. And it even talks about him sinning too, but the way he just still goes to God after and just repents and God's just there for him showing mercy and illuminating these crazy dreams that are just so specific. And in my um, study Bible, it shows kind of the connection between each thing like Daniel is hearing from God. And it's so connected with history, with current kings and battles that it's just incredible how specific God speaks to us and even how he speaks to Daniel. And that's just the God that we have every day. And prophetic words are a thing. And for me, I've, I got a lot this week that have just been crazy. I know um, the other day I was praying about Sunday and God just illuminated to me kind of what a foreshadowing of what he was going to do on Sunday for Easter. And I just, I remember sitting, just weeping losing my mind, drinking a coffee, but losing my mind, <laughs> and luckily I was in this room where I was just kind of secluded, but I could see people kind of like peeking in, like, is this kid all right? Like, it's a nice day outside, it's not raining, I don't know why he's crying, but <laughs> anyway, anyway um, I feel led to read this passage um, in Daniel chapter 12, verse, um, verse 8, and so... Right now, during this passage, during this chapter, Daniel is getting these amazing words from God that are just illuminating to him the future, even end time stuff. And Daniel kind of asks questions back to God concerning about these dreams, about these visions. And so I'll just read um, chapter 12, verse 8 of Daniel. So it says, I heard, but I did not understand. Then I said, O my Lord, what shall be the outcome of these things? He said, Go your way, Daniel, for the words are shut up and sealed until the time of the end. Many shall purify themselves and make themselves white and be refined, but the wicked shall act wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but those who are wise shall understand. And I'll pause right there for a second. I think... Reading that this morning, I was just like, wow, what truth is that? Just knowing that one verse alone. I'll read that again. Verse 10, many shall purify themselves, so many shall go to God, be faithful, and make themselves white and refined. And that's who our God is. When we go to God and we receive Jesus Christ, we're called to be faithful and to live this pure life that God just wants to help walk us in and yes we sin and here's daniel sinning and repenting and coming back to god and god's still using him refining him and wow and just knowing also on this next section it says but the wicked shall act wickedly and like although that seems obvious and it makes sense reading that it's like sometimes we wonder, well, why are all these crazy things happening? Why is the world going south, it feels like? Well, the wicked shall act wickedly. It's like they're not going to just change their ways automatically. 
God's in control, yes, but the wicked shall still act wickedly. And I'll continue, and none of the wicked shall understand. I relate to that a lot. And then it says, but those who are wise shall understand. When we're in Christ, we gain wisdom of what the world looks like now. That we're in a broken world, but our Savior has saved us from it. We were condemned to death through our sin. But since we've accepted Jesus, we are now sinless. We are now being refined. We have now made righteous through Christ alone. And to me, I think what a great picture or um, metaphor or imagery that kind of helps me understand what Jesus has done is that when we die, we, for me, I kind of picture God looking at me and then he not seeing my sin anymore, but just seeing Jesus, Jesus within me and just the pureness of Jesus being within me. He just says, come to me, my son. And thinking about if I didn't have Jesus, it's like he's looking at me and he sees sin and he says, what are you doing here? But at the same time, I don't know what's going to happen, but it kind of says clearly in scripture, like the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, which is Jesus, is eternal life. And so understanding that in Christ, there's just so much more, so much salvation, so much life. And even here it says, but those who are wise shall understand. And I relate to that just for me, I know who God is. But to those who are around me sometimes and I talk about Jesus, they deny it and they go against it. And here it says, none of the wicked shall understand (laughs) because they're wicked, because they see sin not as sin and they just see it as life they see it as just the way it is but that's not true they just don't understand because the wicked shall act wickedly and that's kind of sad when it's people that are close to you people that you love but but for us who know christ who have received christ for we are now wise in the gospel we understand what it means to live in christ and so i'll continue on sorry i kind of deep dived into that small section but now we'll go on to verse 11 and it says and from the time that the regular burnt offering is taken away and the abomination that makes desolate is set up there shall be 1290 days blessed is he who waits and arrives at the 1335th days and uh, and it says but go your way till the end and you shall rest and shall stand in your allotted place at the end of these days. So there is a mystery of God here where in these days, you're kind of wondering why is he being so specific? Why is God telling him this? Um, In my study Bible, it says, the additional additional figures of 1,335 days, 45 days longer than the 1,290-day period, heightens the sense of mystery that surrounds the Lord's timing and emphasizes the need for the saints to persevere under suffering. God's people are to go on living faithfully in this corrupt world, confident of the inheritance that is stored up for them at the end of the days. And reading that, I totally, I think I totally agree with that interpretation that, like he, like the Lord says to Daniel, 
again, it says, the, for the words are shut up and sealed until the time of the end. Nobody knows when the end comes. And maybe when that time comes, that it's then those 1,000-something days when Jesus returns and all this crazy, corrupt stuff happens. But nobody knows. Nobody knows when the end's going to happen. And you can live in fear trying to figure that out, but we're not called to that. The Lord clearly reveals what we, what we should be, how we should act about this. And it says here in verse 13, But go your way till the end, and you shall rest and shall stand in your allotted place at the end of the days. Go your way. Continue to live life. Don't live life worrying about when Jesus is coming back. Oh, is it this day? Is it this day? Oh, the end is coming. Look at all these bad things. Like, Don't live in fear. Live in the newness of life. Live as Christ has given you life. Just using you. Like, I want to be used every single time that I can. I want to keep building this amazing relationship with God until the time comes. And at that time, he'll just see me as his son. He'll see me faithful and just being impure at heart. I want to be seen as that. I don't want to be like, oh, I love you, Lord, but man, I've just been waiting for you for so long. Where have you been? <laughs> like, I want to be like, oh, you're here. Amazing. Like, I was happy still with the Holy Spirit, but now I'm even more happier. Like, I don't want to live in fear. I don't want to live in sin. I want to live just out of pure heart, just serving God because of how much he's done for me and how much he's just doing and the people around me that love him. And it just sh clearly shows that we're called to remain faithful and just trusting in the Father and just growing in Him. And sometimes we can get distracted by the things around us, but God has clearly shown us that there's just so much more for us than just worrying about the future. Let's spend time with God, and He'll reveal what He wants us to do <laughs> each day. And even now, I just feel like this Sunday coming up, I think Easter is such an amazing day but we should continue to treat each Sunday like it's Easter, each day like it's a new life, like it's Easter, just celebrating just the newness of life and just how much glory the Father has given us through His Son, Jesus. And I can't stop praising God enough for just what He does in my own life. And I know God's such an amazing God that He has personal relationships with each and every one of us who has accepted Jesus into their hearts. And I truly invite all everyone to just continue to pursue God even after Easter. And just what an amazing week to, week to start that if you've never done. Just spending time with God on a personal level. And truly this is an invitation. And I'm just so excited for this week. And I can't thank everyone yet again. I, I'll say that a million times, but... Thank you all for listening, and I hope everyone just has a blessed day. Thank you all for listening. God bless.